Hi guys, welcome to a new episode of The Light Leaders. We thought we'd record a little episode here because Lauren is in Bali. So for right. the record, I've done two episodes with Lauren Lockman. One was about water fasting, and the other one was a conversation, gentle debate, with <laughs> Professor Spira. <laughs> where, who won? You. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was a really nice debate and a very gentle conversation, yeah. but we've learned a lot. And now you're here in Bali for a few days. I am. I'm here for a week, actually. Mm, what are you doing in Bali? Eating a lot of durian <laughs> and visiting a lot of waterfalls. Okay. I think I've seen, I've probably seen a dozen durian at least mm. and maybe seven or eight waterfalls. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Two of my favorite things. <laughs> Simple, but it works. Yeah. And I told Lorena, it'd be amazing to have a beautiful uh, fasting and also refilling center because that's part of the fasting center is how you refill. Works better if they get to eat afterwards. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah I, think, I think there's a, there's very good possibly that will happen. Mm. Yeah. Definitely looking at other locations. The, the goal is to expand um, just to make it more accessible mm. because you know, people coming from, I mean, it took me 35 hours to get here. Yeah. Costa Rica and it's it's challenging it's expensive it's difficult there are probably a lot of people in Asia mm. that would have a much easier time being able to have this yeah. amazing experience if they didn't have to come across or if we were already here so that's the idea for sure I'd love to have, to have long one I think Bali would be a good place and also we were meant to do a, a little interview on natural hygiene so yeah. while you're here I should I showed you a little bit around or doing yeah beautiful I know that's Something you're you're really into also, and you could see straight away. Oh, that's a cacao tree. That's a durian tree, and um, I think it's yeah. It's like it's like that convert for you. You have that convergence of the fasting yeah. and the frutaria, right? Well, sure. Some sure. fasting centers they're all about fasting, but not really. No, that's food. that that's true. Yeah, I mean, I I'm clear. I mean, you know, my my opinion is that there's a natural diet for every species, mm -hmm. and that our bodies are meant to eat fruit yeah. and soft tender leaves, and so. I wouldn't want to live in a place, first of all, where I couldn't grow my own food all year long. Um, we're now, in March, it'll be 11 years on our current site. And so, or 10. I'm actually surprised a lot of the Futans I've interviewed, they live in big cities and they're quite happy. Like I had Ted Carr, Eli Martyr, Brian Mirabella, I think Josh X wants to move, uh, Professor Spira, like a, a lot of them are living in big cities. I, I didn't know, I don't even know who most of those people are. Um, I lived in a city, it's, but it's, I mean, the fruit quality is much lower. Mm. It's, you know, it's just, first of all. Do, do you know Vegetable Police? Yeah. He did a video recently, actually, about living in the cold, and he was saying, even Duke Graham says he gets better mangoes in the UK than when he was in, like, Florida. So. That's hard to imagine. Yeah. Uh, I've been in the UK enough that the fruit's yeah. not that good there. Yeah, Duke Graham is another one who lives in the UK. Right, right. Um, yeah, I mean, there's, you know, for me, you show me around your, your land here, and it may take a while. I mean, soon, you know, within a year, you should have papayas and bananas and pineapples. Pineapples take two years usually to start. Mm -hmm. But we're now long enough that every single day of the year, I can pick probably a dozen different fruits off of the mm -hmm. trees. And that's amazing because there's nothing like eating fresh, you know, truly fresh fruit. Yeah. Fruit was picked when it was right. Not not to way too early so you can ship it across yeah. the world. Makes a huge difference. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I mean for me it, the, those two things definitely come together. And a big part of our mission 
mean, it's one thing to get somebody through the fast, but if they leave Tanglewood without really understanding how to meet their body's needs as well as possible, mm. they're not going to get the long-term benefits that they could get. So yeah. part of my mission is to educate people so when they leave, they know exactly how to meet all their body's needs as well yeah. as they can. Talking about Casey from Vegetable Police, I remember he did a 21-day water fast and then broke it with raw eggs Yeah, and ended up at the hospital, almost died. Right. And I, I remember he did a video recently about, um, he was doing a detox called Zen Cleanse, and he said, oh, it went way deeper than my 21-day water fast, but that's because most of the mucoid flakes you get out is through the refeeding, right? Yes, yeah, exactly. I mean, it's that's right. So he missed well, that. Well, right, he didn't probably didn't get any of that stuff out. I mean, and the truth is, most people don't get it out anyway, okay. unless they do it properly. I'm not sure if you saw some of the comments. I, I think, I can't remember now if it was on one of our videos or if it was on the one with Spira. Yeah. But there was someone saying, mucoid plaque doesn't exist. Mm. Um, yeah, that was the raw advantage. He has a YouTube exactly. channel and exactly. he said he'd do a documentary. Yeah, but based on what? It's opinion. He has no experience. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, it's just opinion. You know, it's, I, I've got a doctor who's working with me who would have said the same thing mm. six months ago. Five months ago, she completed her fast with me. Yeah. And she's had five to six bowel movements every day mm. since then. Every day for five, yeah. you know, five plus months. Um, she'll tell you, oh no, this is real. This is, this yeah. is what it is. It can't be anything else. Mm. You know, it's pretty clear to those people who actually go through it. But, but anyway, yeah, I mean, unfortunately, if you break a fast improperly or even fast without getting enough water in, mm -hmm. um, your lovely friend we were just talking to just completed a short fast. Chances are good she didn't drink enough water. Mm -hmm. Most people don't. Mm -hmm. You have to really understand how to interpret daily vital signs. I mean, she probably didn't even take them. Mm -hmm. You know, we're, we're looking at daily vital signs to see if someone's actually getting the water they need or not. Is that something you can easily track yourself? Like if I do remotely with you, for example. Oh, no, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What happens is you need a blood pressure monitor, a thermometer, a scale. If you if you can get a good bioimpedance scale, it's very cool because okay. we can actually see you drink five liters of water. I can show you where the water's going. Okay, I'd love. To I mean, see it's that. very cool. Yeah, it's it's amazing. Did you bring one in Bali? <laughs> I I have in the past. I have in the past traveled with okay. one. But our device is actually glass, okay. and it's, I don't want to break okay. it. You should have told me, I would have maybe bought one. But anyway, as we're as we into natural hygiene and talking about fasting, because um, I know you've pushed the natural hygiene pretty far in, in many things, and we can go quickly into it. Yeah. But actually, with fasting, that's one of the things some fruitarians say, for example, who are into natural hygiene, and they say, well, if I listen to my body, Maybe sometimes it wants to fast, but it really wants to fast on water 21 days. So, uh, wh right. why? How do you justify if you look at animals, for example, they probably wouldn't, if they're healthy, go on 21 days? And personally, that's a question I had for myself. I feel healthy. I, I want this year to experience a 21 day water fast. But a part of me feels like, well, if I listen to my body, I, should I really do that? Sure. Um, it's, it's a great question. It's a common question. I mean, it's, you know, it, it makes sense. It's a question that people who think about this stuff, really think about it, come up with. Yeah. But here's the thing. Ultimately, the goal, I think, is, should be, perhaps, to get to the place where you can listen to your body and, and actually properly interpret its messages and follow them, heed them. Yeah. Because you know, I like to think I'm pretty smart. Mm. You're pretty smart, too. Mm. 
I guarantee you, we're both morons mm. compared to our bodies. Mm. Our bodies know everything about their yeah. needs. You and I, not so much. Well, why does my body doesn't, I feel my body doesn't want to go into a 21-day water well, fast the, right, right. now. It wants yeah. to eat food. Exactly. The, the reason why, there, there's several things going on. But this is the part you have to be clear about. So ultimately, that's the goal, is to get to that place. Yeah. But you can't get there until you get the garbage out. Mm. Because if you grew up eating a, are you from Quebec or France? France. Okay, so if you grew up eating a conventional French diet, yeah. lots of croissant and chocolate. Yeah, and pollution in the air. And, and, and I get all of that, but that's the same argument as the people who are really into detox and say, oh, take turpentine or do no, any of no, all that. No, but it's not the same. It's not the same because... Well, they, they would say also, well, yes, that's not so natural, but because we've been living an unhealthy lifestyle, right. we need to do that to get rid as much of But there, as I mean, possible. listen, again, I mean, I, I get it. You know, a lot of people yeah. think I'm arrogant. It's okay. I don't care. That's fine. You can believe whatever you want. Um, I don't think there's anyone alive who's, who's supervised as many long fasts as I have today. Uh, I mean, Alan Goldhammer at True North doesn't supervise fasts. He runs a business. Mm. He doesn't, you know, he's got physicians who are there for six months learning who are actually attending to you, some of his clients never even meet him, okay? I'm personally working with every person and have now for 27 years. And so the thing is, we can get all the benefits we need without drinking turpentine, yeah. without um, doing enemas, which are, I mean, the, the gut, you know. Don't you think can go faster though? Because that's a bit like Spira, for example's argument of people who do GI brooms or something. It's like, well, for example, two years ago, I did uh, the Zen cleanse, uh -huh. and I can't be totally sure if it was nucleic plaques, but I feel in one day I could get rid of quite a bit of nucleic plaques, and that's what vegetable police talks about also. Yeah. And I was like, well, why not do that then first, and then yeah. I feel like it might have helped me then to grow my well, fruit I am. It's time. possible. It's possible. Yeah. But here's the thing. I mean, again, all I can say is we're often the place of last resort, mm. right? I mean, what yeah. we do... Is pretty radical. Yeah. And when I say what we do, if you're not familiar, our average fast is 26 days. Yeah. We're talking about you know long fasts. Every session we have two, three, five people going 35 days, 40 days, even longer. Okay, that's pretty radical. And most of the people who come to me have already tried everything else. Yeah. So we've had a lot of people who've done the Zen cleanse, yeah. and yet every single one of them eliminates pounds and pounds or kilos and kilos of old hard material. Every single time. So I'm, I'm confident because of that. I mean, listen, I, I, I don't actually need to be right about this. It's just that the evidence is showing us over and over again, this is what's happening. If, if I believed it would be better to do the Zen cleanse, I'd say yeah. do it. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's actually a similar logic and, and it's part of a detox. The, the fasting just you find as from what you've observed, it's the most effective. It's the most effective and it's, it's the problem with doing anything else where we're manipulating the body is we're creating unintended mm. side effects. Mm. So these cleanses may be negatively affecting the gut biome. And, I thought, second and I thought about it, maybe like removing too fast my nucleic plaques maybe is a problem. Maybe, maybe it is. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, I'm not even convinced that that's what you're removing, but mm. maybe it is, maybe it is. I mean, I think many people have stuff that's slowly moving through the system and that's what comes out. I, you know, it's hard to say. But, but, but again, you know, I think coming back to the original question, the point is that when we get to a certain place, when you get your body clean, you get the garbage out, and you get yourself hydrated, now you can trust your body's messengers. Mm -hmm. And 
know, it's funny. I've, I've been in situations where people said, aren't you going to eat? And I'm like, no, I'm not going to eat. I'm tired. And my body would rather be rest than eat. Mm. And most people just eat because, oh, look, it's time to eat. Yeah. Or, you know, or eating gives them some energy. Uh, we talked about that today. I drank a juice to have some energy because I'm, I'm going to be going yeah. all day. I've got meetings, appointments all day today. But the truth is when my body's tired, it doesn't want yeah. food. When my body's healing, yeah. it doesn't want food. And, you know, there's, I'm not sure if you've heard of it, but there's another school called Nature Cure. Mm -hmm. And the Nature Cure people are the ones who say, well, if your body's not calling for a fast, then don't do it. Yeah. You should only fast where there's an acute yeah. crisis. But here's the thing. Clearly, if you have a 102 degree, well, let's see, what would that be in Celsius? I don't know. 40 degrees. You know, if you've got a 40 degree temperature, yeah. your body is not going to want to eat. Mm -hmm. um, you know, if you have some serious pain, some serious issue, your body's yeah. probably not going to want to eat. Whenever there's an acute crisis, every organism, not just humans, 25 million animals instinctively stop eating because we're programmed to understand that it takes too much energy to process food yeah. if the body needs to heal. The thing is, no other species on the planet has systematically poisoned their own bodies yeah, yeah. and dehydrated themselves over the course of 20, 30, what are you, 30 yeah. years old? 32. 32, you know, 62 years old. Yes, young. No, right. Um, no, no one's... No other species is doing that. So we put ourselves in a situation where even though the body's, I mean, the body can't call mm. to stop eating with a chronic condition yeah. because you never I, eat. Yeah, and, and, and I get it. And it's even like sometimes people say, oh, I listen to my body. But also, what if your body is full of parasites? Right? Well, exactly. And that influences what you want to eat. I, I mean, so if, it's listen, a tricky one. If you're, if you're addicted to heroin, cocaine, alcohol, <laughs> nicotine, uh, sugar, yeah. excess protein, your body's going to tell you to consume yeah. those things. And so, you know, when people say, well, this is what my body says, yeah. okay, great. You know, we, we do want to get to that place. I think we can get most people there in four to six weeks. It yeah. does, I mean, it doesn't have to take 20 years. Yeah. And, and, and Lorraine, because I want to keep it quite short today, yeah. I also yeah. wanted to ask you, like, how far do you push the natural hygiene? So, for, for example, I mean, it's it sounds like almost the only thing that you do that's, like, not... Um, let's say almost like what a chimpanzee would do is drink more water and do the water fast. But apart from that, it's like the ideal lifestyle is be out, uh, more natural exercise. That's right. Eating, eating like you like a tropical yeah. monkey kind of in yeah. the jungle. Yeah. Do you do anything like, for example, scrapping your tongue in the morning? So you do. We talked about spirit or enemas, yeah. but then there are things that are more light, like yeah, scrapping your tongue. Well, or I, doing an eighty part. Yeah, I don't. I don't do it. I don't. But but I'm not against it. I mean, yeah. first of all. I tell my clients, because one of the things that happens is people go, like, you know, sometimes people say the water tastes bad. I'm like, mm. yeah, this person right next to you is drinking from the same jar of water, and they don't have a problem. Mm. It's not the water. Mm. It's your mouth. Mm. So it does help to take a wet toothbrush or a tongue scraper, and you can gently brush it or scrape the tongue, get some of that, that film mm. out of there. It'll taste better. That's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Mm. I have a client right now who's a health coach and a successful businessman. Uh, he's in the supplement business. And... He's doing a neti pot because he's had tons of mucus. And he, he said to me yesterday morning, he's fasting with me right now remotely. Mm. And he said to me, I eliminated, I mean, an unbelievable amount of mucus from my nose by using a neti pot. Okay, okay great. You know, if that helps, 
I think it's probably okay. Okay. Well, I mean, it's, it's, it's quite similar, a bit similar to DNA modeling. It is, except that we don't, you know, the, and, and honestly, I'd still rather not do it. Mm. I mean, yeah. I, I, he said to me, what do you think? I said, I wouldn't recommend it. Mm. But probably said, not as sensitive with electrolytes and bioorganisms. No, exactly, exactly. I don't, I don't think we're putting ourselves in the same danger yeah, yeah, as we are with the digestive tract. Yeah. And you also st stopped using toothpaste? Absolutely. I gave up toothpaste. I tried years. it. Um, but I think my girlfriend smelled it and I went back to, to space. But if you get your body clean enough, yeah, that's it awesome. doesn't happen. I mean, I, I gave up toothpaste, soap, deodorant, shampoo. I know I don't need it now. <laughs> I had a ponytail okay. 30 years ago. I had long hair. Um, I stopped using all those those products. Um, there was no need for them anymore. Mm, yeah. And it's funny, I, I'll tell you a very quick story. I had done a full day seminar in Vancouver, British Columbia in Canada. Um, and three months later, I was back as a keynote speaker for a big event yeah. in Vancouver at EarthSave International. And a young man called me. It's funny because this is with a conversation today. He called and he knew I was staying there because I always stay at the same place. And he called and he said, Lauren, I, I don't know if you remember me. I was in your seminar. It was a weekend seminar. Yeah. I was in your weekend seminar three months ago. I wonder if you might want to have lunch. And I, I don't have a lot of free time. I work a lot. Mm -hmm. I value my free time. Yeah. I didn't know who this guy was. I wasn't that excited about having lunch with him, to be honest. But he said those magic words. He said, I have fresh durian. <laughs> yeah. And I said, come on over. Yeah. I was in the backyard of this house. He comes around the corner. He's probably still 50. Oh, I, I wish you, you talked about it on your YouTube channel. Right? 50 meters away. I could smell yeah. him coming. It wasn't the durian. He comes, him. <laughs> he comes over to me and he says, he walks over, he says, guess what? I said, what? He said, I stopped using soap and shampoo. Yeah, you can and guess. I said, I know. I know. And it's okay. probably premature. So do it do it when you're clean. Yeah. I mean, after fasting, you won't need it. Anymore. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Same with shampoo. Yeah. Same with shampoo. Your, your scalp will balance itself. Yeah. Even with I mean, long with, hair. With the other one, I, I, I stopped and I, I don't feel like I, yeah. I haven't had My girlfriend says I smell like fruit. Okay. Most yeah. of the time. Yeah. And when I drink puer tea, I have, I have people say I smell like puer. Puer, puer is a kind of tea. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, and same with like exercise, better be in the sun, do more natural exercise. Well, I mean, I, I think any kind of exercise is okay. Um, well, I use like an aircon regime. I, I used to lift weights and I injured myself many times. Mm. And I finally thought, you know what? I'm going to stop using weights because mm -hmm. I'm an idiot and I'll do, I'll try to lift more than I can. I'll hurt mm -hmm. myself. Mm -hmm. When I do body weight exercises, okay. which is what I do mm -hmm. now, yeah. I'm far less likely to hurt myself. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I think natural is better from that perspective yeah. because you're, you're just less likely to hurt yourself. You still can. Mm -hmm. Anything that, you know, I mean, if there's something, if you love lifting weights and you're careful, that's fine. You can, mm -hmm. you can get a good workout. You know, it's interesting. I was just watching a video looking at, uh, you probably know, Plant Chompers, have you seen this guy? Chris, um, older guy uh, who does great videos, he's a vegan, mm -hmm. and he did a series of three videos looking at what like famous health promoters, mm -hmm. how long they lived. Yeah. This is people who are gone, yeah. how long they lived. And it was interesting because you know, there's the whole vegan and carnivore thing. Mm -hmm. All the people promoting carnivore, I mean, most of these people died young. All the people who are vegans yeah. live much longer. Yeah. I mean, it was you know it was really clear watching this, and there was he was talking about um, some of the youngest guys were bodybuilders. There's there's whole mm -hmm. documentaries about how early bodybuilders died. Yeah. You know, it's it's 
as I've always said, it, you know, it's not beneficial to you to carry much more muscle mass than yeah. you need to get. Is that, you is that why you want to choose? Or you want to be super bulky? Obviously, the extreme of that taking steroid drugs and exactly. it's going to work short term. Exactly. And long -term exactly. Stuff, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, in order to get there, mm. you know, in order to have unnaturally large mm. muscles, you're going to have to eat excessive amounts of protein. Mm. That shortens your life alone. You know, they, there's all kinds yeah. of things. I'm I'm excited to do more of those uh, <laughs> gentle debate as we call them because I know there's there's like for example I was checking out uh, fasting with Trevor. He's a guy who does a lot of dry fasting. Uh -huh. I think that could be a great conversation. And also soon I'm going to interview a guy called Shane, Shane Sterling. I don't know if uh -huh. you know him. He's like a, uh, I know, he's 15 I know who he is. like 30. He's been on Gillian Berry's channel. And he's very close to Robbie Gunn, but he's also more into the superfoods. And, right. And, um, right. Protein powders. He's a big, he's no, a big he's guy. Not, he's not that much on protein. No? More fat though, maybe 20-25% of huge. Mm -hmm. But but uh, a bit more juice and a bit more like superfood smoothie. But mm -hmm. not, not so much of protein. Yeah. But I think there's like, uh, but there's a lot of people looking really young that will will vegan and looking really vibrant. Yeah, which is cool. absolutely. Nothing um, just on on the teeth. I remember um, you stopped brushing your teeth with toothpaste, and you had cavities that I did. Like you went to see your dentist, and it got way better. That's like, correct. I I wound up having probably eight or ten of them. The, the fillings were gone and the mm. teeth actually filled themselves back in. That's a good sign. Yeah. I mean, some of the signs I look at, yeah, it's like even when I started doing more food training, I used to have white on my nails, so uh -huh. that went away. Right. And last time I remember, so I had, I went to the dentist two years ago, I had four cavities, I only filled three. Right. And the other one I procrastinated and yeah. I went a few months ago. Wasn't and there. he didn't tell me anything. Yeah. Yeah, yeah filled in and they'll do it. Cool, cool. Yeah. Mm. Well, I think that going to be it for today. It's been really cool to have you here. Just as you're in Bali, um, what's the best water to drink in Bali? Because I want a water fast here. Do you know? I don't know. Um, I haven't spent enough time here to work that out. I mean, honestly, last time I was here and this time I'm staying within a couple hundred meters of uh, alchemy. Mm -hmm. So, you know, what I've been doing is buying those expensive bottles of spring water from them. Okay. Because yeah. it's good. Is it Balian? Like, yeah. Yeah, Balian. But they can, you can get the 20 Big, liter. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's $3. Yes. Okay. Is that all? Mm -hmm. $3. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. We love alchemy, but yeah, sometimes not the best yeah. for, for buying Expensive. small bottles of water. Right. Yeah. What do you eat at alchemy? Um, last night, I, I went in there, I, I dropped my laundry off, the organic laundry just behind here. And it was going back, and I didn't have any anything produce in my place. We'd eaten, we'd had um, a bunch of rambutans and some mangosteens and a bunch of durians, but we'd eaten all the fruit. So I thought I'll get a salad, and I had the uh, alchemy lover salad. Okay. But I also ate a Mediterranean wrap, which is oh, okay. Yeah, pretty I like this one. Yeah. And that moksha, did you have? The what? At the moksha. Oh, at moksha. Um. That food is so delicious. Um, I don't feel as good. It is, but it's, it's a little heavy. Yeah, I found yeah. like if I get the raw, like lasagna, for example, super oily. But then yeah. some things, it's like things, I guess you get the same. Everything is easily super oily, super salty, super spicy. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, I mean, I, I think it's absolutely. <laughs> but it's the, amazing. It's the stimulants yeah, yeah. in the food that make it taste the way it does. Um, I had the. Uh, there's a pumpkin, I can't remember what they call it. Uh, like pumpkin roll, rolls. Like a roll, pumpkin yeah, exactly. Rolls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so good. 
and Jeff and I shared an order of sushi. Oh, yeah. uh, and that's also really good. Mm -hmm. Some of the best, probably the best rubbing of sushi I've had. Yeah, super fresh. Is it hikaman instead of the rice? It's hikaman. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's right. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I, I don't normally, I don't like, I'm lazy. I don't, you know, for me, dinner, I'll take a couple of papayas, cut them in half, scoop up the seeds. Mm -hmm. I'm done. I'm not preparing food like this. Yeah. Um, but when I'm here, it's so much easier. Yeah. I mean, as you know, you can't, it's not easy to walk. Yeah. I'm on a scooter. It's not easy to carry stuff. Yeah. The easiest thing is just go up there and get a salad. Mm. So I, I wind up eating in restaurants much more than usual. Okay. Well, I mean, enjoy. It's nice sometimes. It's a short break. I'm here for a few <laughs> more days. Well, that was Lauren in Bali. We're excited yeah. to have you here. We hope there's a center soon. And uh, I'd love to go to Costa Rica also to your center. It's sometime. gorgeous. Yeah. yeah, I hope you can make it. Strong. Uh, we had a conversation with friends before. Always a strong connection. Bali, Costa Rica. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of people. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Exactly. Communities. Mm -hmm. yeah. Anything else you want to share? No, I don't think so. It's a pleasure to be here with you. It's great to meet you in person. Yeah. Thank you, Lauren. I look forward to seeing you again. And looking yeah. forward to our fast together. Take care. Yeah. Sounds good.